This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, we're going to be doing a show on Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing that is one of my favorite. We've done it before. And we need to do it again. It's not that things keep changing in virtual assistant land. It's that authors keep changing. And that authors, one, sometimes don't recognize the need that maybe they might be able to use a virtual assistant or a VA. Um, And two, what I've learned, and this is also through my own experience, because I've been using virtual assistants for a few years now, that the first year I didn't use them well because I didn't know what I needed to do. And if I'd had the conversation that we're going to be having with my favorite virtual assistant, Kelly Johnson, (laughs) that we would have been far more efficient in the use of my time and certainly my money. So today's show is all about virtual assistants. Do you need one? How do you find one? How do you... Uh, use them most effectively. How do you identify what needs you really need? And and lastly, really, what can you do when working with them to expand what your needs are that you didn't realize you needed, and maybe they didn't know that they could do? How's that sound, Kelly? That sounds great to me. <laughs> right. So, welcome, Kelly Johnson, the author's virtual assistant. She's also uh, uh, located in Colorado, my home base. So I, I get to see her in person, which is a lot of times you need to understand virtual means virtual. Most virtual assistants are remote, and you don't have face-to-face and one-on-one time. Now, people who I know work with Kelly here in Colorado do get to do often a face-to-face. Mm-hmm. And then basically, if I'm right, Kelly, it's taken on that it's, it moves into really a remote relationship from then on. Is that about right? Uh, yes, for the most part, that's true. Yeah, and, and my, also my experience for everyone is I found that a lot of virtual assistants work in the wee hours of the night when the phones aren't ringing, <laughs> so, when, when you may be snoozing. So this is all about virtual assistants and how to get rid of the author overwhelm yes. that we all have. All right, so let's just jump in, Kelly. We'll just describe what a virtual assistant is, and, <laughs> and, and let's get into that. Absolutely, and once I just wanted to briefly say thank you um, for inviting me back on the show. It's always a, a pleasure to be here, so just wanted to thank you for that. And obviously, I'm excited about today's topic since I am a virtual assistant and always appreciate you know, whatever information I can help to share or, like you said, help people who are working with a VA or deciding to work with a VA how best to utilize the skills that we have and what we can bring to your you know, books and business. So as you mentioned, what is a virtual assistant? Um, Essentially, we are um, assisting small business owners and entrepreneurs for the most part. Sometimes it could be a larger organization, um, really just to help manage um, and administer the different tasks and projects that you have for your book and business. And depending on the skills of a virtual assistant, um, that could be anything from different technology projects to helping you schedule, you know, calls and appointments, um, you know, to helping you make some marketing materials. It just uh, depends on some of what your business needs might be, which I know, Judith, you and I will kind of get into a deeper discussion about that. And obviously the work happens virtually or remotely. So either, you know, by phone, computer, that's primarily where the tasks take place. And, and that really does take it. So, and, and it is mostly by computer. Um, yeah. And that as, as and, I, and I will tell everyone also, this disclaimer, I actually have two virtual assistants I work with, Kelly, who mm-hmm. is the queen. And then we have, I have a woman who works full time for me in the Philippines. Yeah. And, and, and Kelly actually said, well, let's just test it out. <laughs> 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 it 
remember that conversation, Kelly? I do. Let's just do testing out. And it's turned out to be a very strong, wonderful relationship yes. that we've had. And Leah has created all kinds of goodies for me um, through the past that I haven't even thought about. I haven't even thought about it. So let's let's just get into that. And so we've got a virtual assistant. All right. Author overwhelm. What can you relieve my pain of? Yes. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the question you all have listening? Isn't that what can you take off my shoulders? And I think maybe there's another question, Kelly, we need to deal with. What are you willing to take off your shoulders? And I think that's great that you added that second question as well. You know, what are you willing to let go of? Because I think, once again, as as I shared, it's primarily, you know, small business owners and entrepreneurs that virtual assistants that we're working with that we get sometimes so caught up as, you know, business owners and solopreneurs that we think we have to have our hand in absolutely everything that goes on with our business. And while that's true to a certain extent, you know, we want to oversee everything that's going on because it is our business and our brand, and we want yeah. to make sure the message that's going out is accurately reflecting what we want people to know about us that you really don't need to be doing all of it and you need to really look at focusing your time on what you feel you're good at and what you really don't need to be spending your time on. And sometimes that can be really hard to let, like you said, to let go. What are you willing to delegate? Because we tend to be a little worried, well, can I trust the person, this virtual assistant I want to work with to help really support my business, my brand, and get the message out there that I want. And I think as you have those conversations, and we'll talk a little bit about that as well, you know, when you're initially wanting to work with a VA, that's definitely some of the discussion that you want to have, you know, making sure that what's being handled accurately reflects the message you want to get out there. And, and, and sometimes if you develop that relationship, um, I know this has certainly been my experience, that um, I, I love quotes, and I have actually my book, Snappy Sassy Salty, is all quotes. <laughs> my, my quotes, not other people's quotes, yes. my quotes. Kelly and I have a, a couple of favorites in it. We do. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know which one I'm thinking about right now, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, I'll just go ahead and tell everyone. It's, it's wake up. It, it, it's it's, it's wake, wake up, kick ass. Repeat, don't you love it? Okay, so um, anyway, I think that's on page 79. Um, but that the thing is that what Leah came to me and she said, hey, why don't we put these in posters? And we created a poster for every quote mm -hmm. that is in my book. Now, what do we do with those posters? We post them on social media. They're not all over my, my website. They're not, in fact, they're not there at all. Mm -hmm. uh, what we do is we use those just for engagement, to just as gooses, just for different things, just, you know, from things, quotes about marketing, quotes about author success, quotes about working with social media. I mean, I'm talking about for me, what I do yes. um, as, a, as a book shepherd. So they're all tied in me. What about what you can do as a expert? And Kelly's talking about your branding. Mm -hmm. What can you do? where you can take some of your little isms or things that you're known about or you want to start creating that you could turn into a poster using either something like PicMonkey or yes. Canva, to Kelly and I like both those tools, yes. that you can use uh, to take and convert so they have some visual attractiveness to them and just start popping them out, whether it's a Facebook posting and you can add on you know, additional information or just you want to keep your presence out there. And here's what's really gorgeous about having start you building up this inventory mm -hmm. is that you can go away for two weeks, you know, and cruise the Mediterranean. Yeah. And you could have something going up every day uh, that your VA could be posting for you. Um, something every day and, and, and no one will know that you are, you know, sipping margaritas. <laughs> and I love the example that you just gave, Judith, about, you know, with Leah doing the graphics, uh, you know, of your quotes so that they could Absolutely. be shared on social media because that's another piece of kind of tying in what we're talking about delegating and looking at different um, skills or tasks that VAs can offer where for some of my clients, you know, I, that's exactly what I do as well. I'll create those graphics, help, you know, to get that shared out on social media. 
And then in this aspect with, you know, the work you and I do together and what Leah does, we were able to have that discussion where she created those great graphics. Then we could look, you and I, at a technology piece of, okay, how can you expand on those graphics? Let's go ahead and have you record some of those tips or quotes, make some audio recordings, and with that graphic, you can also post that up on your Pinterest account. And I still love your example of after I taught, you know, Audio Boom and you had you sat down and you created 15 audio recordings of your quotes. Leah went ahead and shared those with the graphics she made up on your Pinterest, and within an hour you had 112 new followers. So I love that we can also, <laughs> once again, look at the different you know, skill sets and what VAs are offering and how we can still make that all tie together and really focus on that to get the results you want. Exactly. And, and you know, here's an example. You know, Kelly, I said, what do you think if I do this? Exactly. Uh, yeah, and, and this was just this week, you know, yes. this this week that we have the Chinese New Year coming up, the year of the rooster. Yes. And I, I said, Leah, we need a new sign. We need to, you know, cheer for our Chinese colleagues. And she immediately created a poster with using what we call the sheepy guy, yeah. you know, one of my branding images, and um, who's all dressed in Chinese garb. And, of course, red and gold is used, very important. Absolutely. Um, and now we have the year of the rooster, and what she did, she did is we've got the two, and the O is the rooster, and then yeah. one seven. So there's all kinds of things that you can do. Um, that uh, now for me, if I had to do this, I bet you if you had to do it, you're talking about a bunch of hours. Yeah. Okay. So I can turn it over to somebody and go out and do other stuff that I need to do. Exactly. That's what the virtual assistant will do to you, and for you. Absolutely. All right. So, K Kelly, what are some of the um, uh, top mistakes that you find that people have used? I, you know, I've shared mine that I didn't really, I didn't know how to really use them. And, and, and I also, I'll tell everyone, I didn't know what to let go. So I kind of, I, you know, I engaged them and I was paying them, but mm -hmm. I was kissing off money um, yeah. and doing it until I really got what I wanted to. So maybe what we ought to do is before we we jump in on the mistakes. Maybe we ought to we ought to jump into some questions that okay. uh, you might want to be asking, and and I, I think the most important one would be, in my opinion, is what can't you stand to do? Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, and that is a very important question. Like you said, sometimes that's not something that automatically might come to mind that you would think to ask a VA because. As you as you said, you're kind of trying to take that assessment for yourself and say, okay, you know what, I've come to the point, I'm ready to start delegating, I'm willing to turn some of these tasks over. So you're focusing on that list that you've created for yourself of, okay, this is really what I want to take off my plate. But as you mentioned, it's really important to also ask the VA because as much as we want to make sure we're supporting your business and the tasks that you want to delegate, some of what you have on your list either might not be in that virtual assistance skill set, or very important, as you just said, Judith, it might be a task that that VA does not enjoy doing. And that's really, once again, about working together in you know, this collaborative partnership that we want to try to make sure we're both focusing on what our strengths are to be able to get to the result that you want. So it might not be possible to find a VA that can handle absolutely everything that you want to delegate at once. For you know, you might feel that the majority of the tasks you have, if one VA can handle that and that's kind of where you want to start, then great. Otherwise, you can do what Judith and I were just talking about. You could have two or three different VAs working, you know, for you um, and with you to see, okay, I want this VA to go ahead and handle these tasks because that's what they enjoy doing, that's their skill set, and so on and so forth. So that's one place to start. And I think the other, as you said too, Judith, how can you really effectively use a VA? A lot of people are, once again, focusing initially on, okay, these are tasks I'd like to delegate, so let me just start having some uh, VA work on these and handle them for me. But the other piece of it that I also really appreciate about being a VA is you can also utilize us to talk about strategies, you know, what kind of goals, what, you know, new services or systems you want to put into place. And because we're small business owners as well, as virtual assistants, we absolutely understand where you're coming from, and we can help to have those discussions and you know, be a partner in that collaboration as well and really talk about ideas, or we can share some ideas with you that you might want to implement so you can kind of take it to that next level as well. And I think 
some people forget that they can sort of step up and have that aspect of the relationship with their VA. Got it. All right. We're going to take a quick break here, and then we're going to come back and really get into this step-by-step process of going in. And, and I know that I'll share with you all that when I first decided, okay, I'm going to do this, I actually put together not a resume but a query thing of this is what I'm looking for. And, and I think it's really important, especially if you're considering having a virtual assistant who is not domestically, meaning in the United States-based. It's absolutely critical. All right, we'll be right back. It's Author You, your guide to book publishing. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you or another? Author You will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author You brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author You's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author You is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author You today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author You on Twitter at Author You and on Facebook at Author You, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author You, where the author goes to become seriously successful. Every picture tells a story. And it's a truism that people do judge a book by its cover. Nick Selinger and NZ Graphics have been in the business of producing superior graphic cover design and interior layout for self-published authors, independent and traditional publishers for years. He has developed a reputation for excellent work, fast turnarounds, and best of all, affordable pricing. NZ Graphics also produces ebooks and book marketing materials such as posters, sell sheets, postcards, bookmarks, business cards, logos, and more. Books designed for his clients have won multiple book awards, including Best Book Award by U.S. Book News, multiple Evie Awards from the Colorado Independent Publishers Association, Indie Book Awards, the San Francisco Book Festival Award, and Freedom Medal Award from Valley Forge. Visit www.nzgraphics.com or call 303-985-4174 for more details about making your book the success it should be. Mention that you are an FOJ, friend of Judith's, and that you heard about NZ Graphics on your guide to book publishing. One of the most important decisions you will ever make is your choice for printing your book. You are choosing a company which will be responsible for guiding you through the process and printing your book at a level of quality and detail that embraces your personal and creative needs. You want to choose a company that when your book finally arrives, you are delighted and ready to move on to the next level and one that is customer focused. Choose King Printing Company and Addy Books to be that company that brings you to the next level. Go to kingprinting.com or call 978-458-2345 and ask for Tom Campbell. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book. If you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so you decided to make the lunge. 
um, and that you're going to get some help. You're going to get some help um, in doing that. So I guess the first thing, Kelly, I'd like to kind of throw on the table yeah. is the cost of a VA. Mm-hmm. What what do these animals, what, what's the range that we're looking um, at, maybe? Sure. So typically the range for the cost of a VA, it, it's going to actually depend on a few factors. Um, one will be where that VA is located because that VA has to take into consideration cost of living, <laughs> the skill set a VA has, uh, maybe number of years sometimes as well that they've you know had their practice. Um, but for an hourly rate, it's going to range anywhere from you know probably about forty dollars up to you know maybe about sixty five dollars an hour. That's kind of the rough range per hour. Some VAs will only have an hourly rate. Um, others will also have a retainer rate where. If you go ahead and say you want them to reserve, you know, X number of hours for your projects every month, they'll have a set, you know, fee that that will be charged. Um, some VAs will also offer both an hourly and a retainer, which is what I do. Um, one thing to be aware of with the retainer rate is it's just like any other service if you have a retainer with somebody. Um, any hours that are not used within that month do not roll over into the next month because you're asking that virtual assistant to hold those hours, you know, for you. So. That's just something to take into consideration when you're looking to see how much time you might want to have a VA spend on your projects. You know, I am so glad, Kelly, you brought that up because I had this discussion with a couple of authors here locally that I've referred to for VA assistance. Oh, yes. And and what they didn't get, well, but I only used them three hours, and I said, I don't care. Right. You, you committed to seven hours a month. You're paying for that. Exactly. Because they they're not they can't sell their time because they've committed to you yes. and you commit to them. So get over it, bucket up, and send the money. <laughs> but, but, but no, I'm glad and thank you for sharing that because that is an important point for people just to realize. <laughs> yeah, it's critical to understand that time is money, including yours. But when you engage other people for your assistance, you need to really get it together, people. All right. Exactly. So all right, so money can range. So that's domestically the range, the dollar range rate in the U.S. is what? Oh, for the hourly rate, it'll be usually roughly between like 40 and 65 an hour. Okay, so if we go overseas, now yes. that's when it changes dramatically, right? Yes, yes, that's correct. Um, and once again, I don't have a, sorry, a lot of data about that, but it, it probably will be um, a fair amount less per hour just once again because of, you know, different countries and what those, uh, VAs decide they want to charge, or if you're going through maybe a particular, you know, service that you found that they have a team of VAs that is working for that company. Mm-hmm. And it, yes, so if they work with a company, it's I'm going to tell you that it's always going to be an overcharge. It'll probably be at least double. It could be double. It could be it could be triple, mm-hmm. quadruple even what this virtual assistant makes, depending upon. And that's been and I've actually experienced this. Or if they're soloists and they work on their own, yes. it will be a lot less. But Kelly did say something that's very important, and all you can do some uh, you can do some exploration very quickly. All you have to do is Google and do what what the average uh, hourly or income for a virtual assistant in fill in the blank country. Okay, whether it's India, the Philippines, Malaysia, China, wherever wherever you're looking, so you can get that. So. You need to understand what the negotiate what you what you have to negotiate here a little bit. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Absolutely. And now, one of the things that I did, I was going to share. Yes. Is that I when I went out, I actually had a two-page letter mm-hmm. that I'd put together of what I was looking for. I, I wanted for what the term of the engagement was. Yes. And and I was looking for someone full time, so I put forty hours a week. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and and actually, I had a minimum. I needed at least forty a month, preferably forty a week. Yeah. Um, that I I had personal qualities that I wanted, mm-hmm. um, and one of them was that that they were going to love working for me. Yeah. Um, of course, if you're not lovable, you may have a problem here. So you have to treat people pleasantly and nicely. Yeah. Um, that I really needed someone who needed to be organized and systematic. For example. Um, I had a VA who came back very quickly and reminded me just before we came on the air today mm-hmm. that saying that, you know, Judith Brawl's book publishing Unplugged is coming up in June. When would you like to start promoting it on social media? I love that. Yes. I love that. 
she is tuned into my calendar and what I'm doing. She knows that she knows she's been trained now that I have certain things that that articles are due for other people that I write for. She yeah. reminds me and she just bullet points me when it goes along. Now, she didn't get that on her own. I had to tell her, but she now calendars everything. Um, so that if we want some you want someone who is detail. Um, I needed someone with certain skills. I wanted them to be available on Skype with me. Um, my, you know, my VA is available from Skype from 6.30 Mountain Time in the morning until 2.30 every day. Yep. Every day I can communicate with her. Mm -hmm. uh, we wanted her to uh, be able to go into my uh, blogs yep. and my website and post all my blogs and move things around and do things like that. Yeah. Um, and when necessary to communicate um, with other people on my team like Kelly. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, so... So she and she goes over to she tracks all my social media because anyone's mm -hmm. posting on Facebook or any of that immediately it's copy pasted to me so I can respond and she goes up and puts it back up. So see what she's done is she's taken off me that I don't get involved in what I call the Facebook suck. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and all of a sudden I'm diddling around and playing around in there. Exactly. Uh, and and one point I just want to make about what you were saying, Judith, to piggyback on that, is that's the other thing I know for myself as a VA that I really appreciate is, of course, when you're first starting out in this professional relationship, we're both getting to know each other's, you know, working, you know, systems and what we want to put into place. But as Judith was just outlining beautifully, when you have a chance then to start working with each other, then you know, as a VA, that's what I try to also do as well. I look at what can I help to make suggestions or start looking ahead for a client or because I've had that time to get to know, you know, that client and their business and I can try to start helping and saying, let's look ahead. Here's a reminder. Here's what I can start putting into place that that really makes for a nice long-term collaboration that you can really start to see you're syncing together and really taking it once again to that next level. It, it, exactly. So it's a getting to know you, but what you do have to put out is if, if they need certain skills, whether yes. if they need to be able to tap dance through Excel because of certain work you do, exactly. or they need to be really, you know, hot um, on on integrating Macs with PCs or whatever, or certain right. programs, um, you need to put it right up front, or you have to put it right up front that you need to learn this in an X amount of time. Yes, and actually one other, oh, and I'm sorry, one other point about that too, just in looking at difference, like you said, domestic versus, you know, working with a VA in another country, what I love is you said, Judith, you made a specific list of tasks that you knew this is what you wanted help with. The other part to think about too is uh, communication, and by that what I mean is if you want the VA to communicate with your, the, you know, a, a client's client, so to speak, or the people that they're interfacing with, that I know sometimes you want to make sure if, you know, English might be a barrier, that's what the, where you might want to work with a couple of different uh, VAs because of just, you know, verbally, if you need them, to, your VA to make calls to your own clients and you just want to make sure how they're expressing themselves and how they communicate professionally, that's another skill set to look at as well to see how you want to have that handled. Uh, yes, yes. And also I put on my personal qualities, that that she or he had to be able to spell and knows yes. grammar using American English. Yes. Mm -hmm. The difference between British English yes. and, and Indian English um, yes. and any of the other, you know, English speaking countries because of the cultural factor. Absolutely. You know, so um, those are, you know, those are just little things that I did. But I, I, I've had her and then there's a webinar that may, I may have come across. I will actually send a link saying I want you to watch this and mm -hmm. study it, and then we'll talk about it tomorrow. Yes. You know, and that that that's I don't expect her to do that on her time outside. Mm -hmm. That's part of her 40, 40 hour week. Yes. That's part. Of it. So lots of week. It's lots that you can do. Absolutely, <laughs> that's right. You know, in the process. The possibilities but, are endless. <laughs> The process, yeah, it is endless what you can do, and and then, and then be, I think you should be open for surprises. And you know, if it's not working, it's not working. Yeah. Um, but one thing I have learned, and unless you've got someone who is really good, um, is and as as, as as I think maybe more domestically based, um, that I wouldn't um, 
uh, I wouldn't have them write try to write my blogs, right, or anything else. I mean, there there is a different language side, yes. and you better make sure that what you're putting out is truly your voice. Yes, absolutely. It, it, it's critical for that. So, but I can't imagine not having a VA. That that's the bottom for me. That's the bottom line well, on that. <laughs> so. All right, so Kelly, mistakes. We're gonna we're gonna take a break here in about two minutes, but I okay. want to go start into some of the top mistakes that you have consistently see that not VAs make, but what authors make in working with VAs. Sure, absolutely. Okay, we got it. All right, so I'm ready to hear it. Is it go ahead and start? We'll take. Okay, uh, so basically, as you said, so just maybe mistakes or just things to kind of be aware of just in working, you know, with a VA when you're starting the you know, this professional collaboration, um, as Judith and I have been trying to really, you know, emphasize and highlight as well, it's important to have some of those initial conversations. And by that, I mean just even scheduling some time where you talk a little, you know, bit with each other, you know, find out a little bit more about each other's backgrounds and, you know, talk about some things of how you want to start this relationship. How often do you want to communicate? Sometimes I know we're so anxious to jump right in, you know, both parties, the VA and the client, with getting tasks done that, you know, just make sure that you do take that time to, you know, start to have that initial conversation to literally get to know each other so that you can have that as a good starting point. So just, you know, make sure you have that as well. Um, and just the other piece, what we had mentioned briefly before, you know, really think about it's going to take a little bit of time to, you know, start just working with some of the initial tasks and seeing how you work together and how you want to share updates with each other. But remember that as you get more in sync with each other and get that underway, um, as we said, think about other strategy sessions that you can talk about with your VA and what you kind of want to look at, you know, implementing in the future, that you can have those type of discussions and really VA, you know, truly is a part of your business and, and have that partnership. So those are just a couple of, you know, initial things to, you know, make sure you think about. Like we said, maybe not necessarily a but just something that you really are keeping in mind when you're starting this professional relationship. Well, she or he is, and I've got a number, a, a third one I'm going to add on, but I'm going to sure. share that when we come back from our break. Right. This is View, Your Guide to Book Publishing. With me is Kelly Johnson, the author's virtual assistant, and you can find her at um, cornerstoneva.com. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Since 1987, Color House Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing with Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discount on the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. Want to publish like a pro today? Well, then take a look at Ingram Spark, the only publishing platform that offers print and ebook services through a single source. Upload, edit, and manage titles all in one place. Take more control of printing costs with print on demand and reach even more readers through one of the world's most extensive distribution networks. Built by independent publishers for independent publishers, Ingram Spark has everything you need to maximize your book's potential color printing, ebook distribution, print on demand, global reach, and more. Start publishing with Ingram Spark today and see just how far your titles will go tomorrow. That's IngramSpark.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so I left you hanging, right, with the third one. 
here's one of the things that I've discovered is that um, either you may be like a puppy dog. You're so excited and enthusiastic and you want to dump everything on them at once, which is a mistake. Um, I think that there is a gradual feed in and I and I I think it's a mistake to try to give someone brand new on your team um, a huge project without doing some baby steps yes. along the way to, to get the feel of how you communicate yes. what's best um, even you know even sensing like it's really important for me to be able to work with people that have a good sense of humor Absolutely. and that we can play a little bit um, and that you know we we for example this week we brought in a new intern in our offices and Bobby and I have two other people who work for me actually three other people who work for me here and and Bobby came into my office and closed the door and she said this is the best thing you've ever done she's <laughs> so great now isn't that exciting to have a team member come in um, and they're they're enthusiastically working back there they're getting to know each other I just said you guys this is your first day you just turn yourself loose here but um, that's really you need to you need to get to know period so yeah. Um, expect a few hiccups. They, it does happen. Yeah. It, it does happen. But start with baby steps and, and give them a simple, it could be a simple project that, you know, I want you to, you know, work on cleaning up my Twitter feed or something. Yeah. And, and see what spammers are in there and get, you know, get those kind of people out of there. Um, but, I, but I can really tell you that for my own VA um, that is overseas, one of, the, one of her primary assignments is, is she is always monitoring that and cleaning up and she monitors all my social media platforms and I immediately know if there's any communication going on that needs my attention and she gets that in front of me pronto and that's that's for, because social media is so critical to what you do in your marketing as an author yeah. that that's really important at least for me it is so my two bits on that all right so Kelly yeah. how what kind of questions should uh, should a author be asking uh, a, a potential VA? You know, what kind of questions would you? What maybe maybe I need to realize that. What kind of questions do you wish that you would get asked that they don't ask you when you're <laughs> doing the initial meet and greet? No, and once again, great question there. Um, so yeah, just a couple things that yeah, as an author, like you said, some things that I appreciate if an author wants to ask me as a VA what I might be able to help do for them um, would just be in looking at some of the services or software that they might have um, if they just say you know this is something I'm using I really like it you know do you have that knowledge or skill set you know are you willing to learn I'm always willing to learn but you know sometimes just make sure you know not to make the assumption of you know, jumping in and this is software that I have, let's, you know, learn it right away or, you know, let's use it. I'm always happy to learn, but that's part of this relationship of working together of, you know, let's see how it's functioning for your business. Is it really working well? And are we open to, you know, looking at some different things if we need to make some changes? So, like you said, Judith, I think having some of those initial conversations of, you know, yes, let's see what you're doing. Um, but are you open to, if we see that there's a better software or service that might be serving your business better, um, let's look at maybe changing into that, you know, in the future. So just kind of looking at some of the things of that nature that we might be able to assist with. Um, I think another thing is really just expectations, uh, making sure that you set those, um, you know, right from the beginning. And once again, as a VA, having somebody not just make the assumption that, oh, you're a virtual assistant, so that must mean you're available 24-7. <laughs> as oh, much as we would like to be available as much as possible, we're just like everybody else. Just because we're virtual, there are certain hours that we, you know, try to hold to, and we are not quite available 24-7, but just making sure that that, you know, expectation is set as well. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it, that it's, well, it started with, like, I have actually a two-page written letter you yeah. know, saying, you know, I put out, are you the perfect virtual assistant for me? And and really what I needed, and, and including, you know, I, I did want them to have a sense of humor. I, yeah. I, I, did need, I did need to know them how to spell. I mean, you know, I, I did need some availability to do some graphics thing and to, yeah. you know, there was several things that I needed to make sure that they could do that I felt were elementary 
um, for the type of work that I was doing. And and all of you who are listening will have different things that will be on your essential and elementary list. Yes. So I would just put that, in my opinion, right up front in writing when you put it out, when you start your query response on that, um, on that. And in case this is a helpful tip too, Judith, one thing that I know a lot of people will say, um, okay, I'm, I'm ready, I want to work with a VA, but I'm really kind of struggling maybe with what I should delegate. And like you said, some people do very well as yourself where you already had an idea and you were able to make a list of specific tasks of what you needed help with. Um, but one thing I try to offer this as a suggestion that people have told me has been really helpful is, you know, just take three days um, in your week and just make a list of everything that you do for your business, no matter what that is. Like you made two calls to clients, you created a couple images, you wrote some blog posts, whatever that happens to be. And at the end of that three-day period, rate those tasks that you made the list of. So a number one would be, this is a task I love doing. I really enjoy it. A number two is, it's okay, it's not my favorite thing, but I don't mind if I have to do it. And a number three is, if I never had to do this task again, I'd do the happy dance in my office. (laughs) And I usually tell people, look at those threes, because that's probably those tasks you find you continually procrastinate on, or, you know, you would feel a great weight off of your shoulders if you could delegate them. And that's usually a good place to start if you're struggling a little bit with maybe coming up with your own list of things you want to delegate. Well, I, I know for Kelly, for a lot of authors, they will tell you marketing is my overwhelm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I do get that. Yes. And dealing with the social media is the overwhelm. So so I guess in those interview questions, or you're putting out that they need to be cognizant of social media. Yes. And so you need to find what which, which platforms are you good at. Is it Facebook? Is it Twitter? Is it Instagram? Is it Pinterest or whatever? Exactly. And this now ties it back to your own needs yes. are if, if the, your audience um, hangs out on Facebook probably 98% of the time, they really need to know the ins and outs of Facebook. Yes, absolutely. You know, and, and what tips and tricks are going along. Um, and, the, and the latest and the greatest, which if anyone knows that, that I, they, they get an A-plus for me. But <laughs> That's right, because as we know, Facebook likes to change things without notice. <laughs> oh, I, God, I know it. I mean, it's like trying to keep track of the changes with Amazon now. Exactly. But, um, th- that it's really important to really understand that. that they, you, so this is where the direction has to come from you. Yes. Okay, so the direction has to come from you. But then they have to, and, and, and they can make a choice here. No, I don't want anything to do with Facebook. I hate it. Then exactly. they're the wrong person for you if this is where you need to be doing hanging out. Yes. So, and that's that's always challenging and hard. I get that. So that um, you have it. All right. So we've got those things that, that those three quadrants. And I, I think that that last one that you gave Kelly was, what would you, what would give you the happy dance? Happy juice. <laughs> <laughs> to get rid of. Exactly. If you could get that off your plate and just dance around your office and not worry about it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. So let, let me give you some hints. And then, Kelly, I'd love to have you. Maybe you can add in some juice. Of maybe let, let's maybe we can do this. Let's say you have a webinar. Yes. And you're going to be doing a webinar. Mm-hmm. Um, and that uh, you want to let the world know about it. So yes. how could uh, a VA help? get the word out, and maybe add in. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear the last part that you said. How, how, what, what could a VA do to, as your experience as a VA, what could a VA do to uh, ease, ease the pain of maybe no one signed up yet and maybe push out to get the word out? What kind of tricks, tips that you, what, what you might suggest? Oh, sure. So a couple of uh, ideas with that might be, let's look at what is the main you know, topic. What are you focusing on for that webinar that you are going to be instructing people about or giving them knowledge? Look at maybe for that client, um, what colleagues do they have that have a similar target audience? And if they have a blog or a newsletter, um, let's write you know, a guest article or a guest post. You know, ask them, can we do this? And at the bottom, you know, help work in there that you've got this you know, write a blog post or article about 
kind of the topic of the webinar and include toward the bottom, especially in a resource box for that, you know, that you're hosting this, you know, free or paid, whatever the webinar happens to be. That can help spread the word out. Um, once again, you can also look on um, social media, what we talked about, having some graphics created of like maybe three tips that you um, can relate to that topic of the webinar. Create some of those graphics and put a little bit of information out on social media to keep that momentum going and have a link back when you post that image on social media of where they can find more information and register for this free webinar that you're offering, for example. Excellent. And Kelly, you just gave me an idea. We're going to go for our next or final break, but yes. that I've got my big three-day event, which I always love having you part of. Um, and thank and you. I enjoy Gizmos that. and gadgets. But I'm going to have Leah create a whole bunch of graphics yes. that we will go out to accompany the tweets and things with the right hashtags that will go out that we will start using in our campaign to support um, to welcome people along. So love that idea. All right. Fantastic. So, great. Great. So those are the kind of things, you know, you start thinking about. We'll come up with a few more examples for yeah. you as, as we go along. We'll take our final break. It's author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing, Kelly Johnson, and how to engage, how to hire, and how to work with a virtual assistant to take care of the offer, author overwhelm that all of us, I don't care who you are, all of us at some point in time, we hit that block wall. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd if you want to create a book with no regrets. Give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at MyBookShepherd and on Facebook at TheBookShepherd. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book... If you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. 
Okay, the block walls here. That's right. <laughs> we we're going to knock how we can knock those blocked walls down. <laughs> oh yes. How how do we eliminate the blocks? Um, whether they're little mini barriers and we can just kind of you know jump over them, or how do we eradicate and just remove an entire wall that's there? Yeah. And as I said, social media is often there. I gave an example of we have a webinar. How can we do a push out? Kelly gave this through it. How you know I'm going to create a whole bunch of special little graphics as we go along, and you know I don't have time to do it. I actually don't have the skill factor to do with that. But Leia's been able to take my my base guy and turns him into all kinds of things. Whether he's going to need to be a Jedi Knight, that's right, <laughs> and, exactly, and take on the world. Or we need to be a rooster for the Chinese New Year. All right? So we have all these things coming up. All right, so what can can we do in that? So, Kelly, what are some of the other common things that you see, whether it's a campaign or um, other areas that you've worked with clients that might have involved in the marketing realm that you've had to get out and do a special uh, effort to besides the routine? Uh, I think a lot, especially for me, since I focus on you know technology, that that's where my area of expertise and where I really try to assist people. Mm-hmm. That sometimes, like you said, with marketing, looking at the aspect of okay, I want to put this out there. We already talked about some of the ideas of how to get people to know about, as we said, going back to the webinar example. And sometimes I think what can help or it holds people up is okay, I've, I've got some of this technology, but how do I actually make sure that it's going to work and, and what do I do to make sure everything's in place for that? That, you know, once again, remember as a VA, we can help to walk through that. We can run some tests. So, you know, don't let some of those aspects of, you know, you want to market and one of it might be by holding, a, you know, different webinars or different series of online courses. You know, don't, don't let that fear of technology hold you back. You know, talk with your VA and see how best you can help, you know, get that out there and even do a couple of test runs together to make sure that you feel comfortable with it. Um, so just some other things with marketing. Um, once again, you know, word of mouth. That's one of the things I love about our author community is how much we support each other, you know, and see for authors that are in your genre, once again, have your target audience. Um, see if there's, you know, a a one sheet that you could create that they might be willing to, you know, share out with maybe some meetings that they conduct or, you know, different events that they might be hosting and how you can, you know, be a part of that. And they, you could do the same thing in return for them. So that could be another, you know, marketing piece that you're looking at. Um, so just, you know, some ideas like that of we're always willing to support each other and how can we continue to do that? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and here's something. We had a, a great meeting, so I'm going to throw it out to everyone. Yeah. We had a meeting in the Author U community on how to brag. Yeah. How to brag um, recently. And also about, which, which I'll tell you what my spirit thing is. I have gone in and I'm in the process creating an entirely, entirely new um, author one sheet. Yeah. And that one of the, the my big takeaways was... I mean, absolutely, I can say, you know, I'm Dr. Judith Bryles, and I'm a book publishing expert, but that uh, to really make that effective, the kicker, the kicker that comes in, and I can add in, you know, showing authors how to, how to create books they never regret, yeah. or I'm a book publishing expert uh, delivering practical uh, uh, publishing guidance, I can add that, but here's the kicker, it's using numbers. So here's my takeaway came about, Kelly, was yeah. to come in with that, um, you know, I'm, I'm the author of 35 books that have sold a cumulative 1 million plus in copies, been published in 16 countries, and created combined revenues of book sales and speaking fees exceeding $5 million. That gets people's attention. Yes, you are a rock star. <laughs> Well, thank you very much. But um, th- that's, you know, those are the kind of things. So but the yeah. VA will come in and work with me, um, and we're in, we're developing that right now, literally, as you listen to this. So, um, and then that'll be put up on the PDF on my website. People, you know, meeting planners can pull it down if they want to engage me um, to speak. I'm going to be speaking at a conference in March I'm looking forward to in Mexico. Yeah. So, um 
those are the things that they can bring into play, just little ahas. The other thing is we had a LinkedIn, and Kelly's talking about the community, how critical yeah. it is to reach out. So I'd love, if you're on LinkedIn, go up, go to LinkedIn and connect with me. Um, one, be lovely. But two, um, go we'll scroll down to skills and endorsements and make sure you check the box for book publishing expert and book shepherd book coach. Now, here's why. I didn't know that I can make up my own boxes. I just thought I had to go with whatever LinkedIn did. Um, And I immediately went in and eliminated a bunch of stuff. LinkedIn just did and put in the uh, uh, book publishing expert and book coach, book shepherd, and move them to the top so people would see them. So go in and mark those. And you want to do this for yourself. And if you're working with a VA, have them create it for you. Exactly. And then start shouting it out and asking for support. Exactly. And actually, Judith, one other idea just to come to mind since we're talking about marketing and different aspects of that, one other thought, too, is I know being at the beginning of a new year, um, I've been encouraging some of my clients to think about, like, the freebie that they're giving away as an opt-in into, like, their newsletter list or, you know, blog yeah. subscribe list. Here's another going, once again, using the webinar example. When you give a freebie away, it doesn't have to be that you keep that same freebie for the whole year, for example. You could go in and, you know, especially if you're offering a webinar and you want to get more people to sign up, part of what you have as that download could be, you know, when you submit your name and email, you'll get this, you know, checklist. You know, once again, it could be, you know, five tips that you're going to be relating back to the topic of your webinar. And you could have a link in there then on that freebie download how they can sign up for that webinar. So you could go in for that you know, month in particular, have that be kind of the push and another way that you're relating the webinar and maybe getting more sign-ups. And whether they sign up for the webinar or not, you're still helping to build up your list of subscribers. So you could go ahead and utilize that. And then for the next month, you could change it to something else um, so if maybe if you're not offering a webinar monthly, maybe you're doing it like every quarter, you can always just kind of make those updates too, but that could be another way that you're helping to not only build your subscriber list, but helping to market you know, webinars or particular things that you're doing. Well, and here's another idea since we're talking about the website, you yes. know, and the opt-in piece, which I'm a huge believer in doing, yes. um, is that if you, and this is when it, Kelly's in my surprise uh, one day when we're looking at my website. So I would suggest all of you that this is the new year, um, have a VA go through every page and check it out on your website. Is it working? Yeah. Is it broken? Is, you know, are there, do you have links in there? That kind of thing. And, and secondly, and here's was the big snafu. Um, and, and I'm not sure if we got it all completed or not, Kelly, or not. But you need to go through every page and make sure it has metadata with it. Yes. And, and we discovered there was a lot of, of I, don't, I don't want to say crummy, fluky, uh, incorrect, that's what yes. I heard, incorrect data for each page. And what happened is the original person who designed the website just did a kind of, oh, you know, plain Jane that was inappropriate. So the search engines, if your book is all about, if if your page is all about speaking, if your your page is all about whatever your expertise is, and it doesn't have those key words that tie in that the search engines are going to be gobbling up, you're in deep doo-doo because people may not be putting in your name um, in the search engine where it should be expert in uh, raising dogs, you know, something like that. So make sure that your metadata is all being checked out. That's a perfect job for a VA to take on, in my opinion. Absolutely. And just for some listeners, in case you haven't had a chance to be familiar with metadata, what that refers to is for every page on your website and for all of your blog posts, and for the overall for your website. There are places um, either in the coding on your website or if you have a WordPress site, there are certain fields that you go in. And for each of those, your page, for example, you want to make sure you're listing the title, a description, and keywords, that you have that for every page, every blog post, and for your overall site. So that's what metadata refers to. Yeah, and and you're you're gonna thank us with that little tip. Oh yeah, <laughs> you, you, you know I like flowers. You can send flowers. Um, <laughs> or tea. Tea is always good. 
Oh yeah, Kelly and I are tea drinkers, but th- that uh, I think that that's very important to understand. And I and I have to, I have to tell you, I was ignorant. I mean, I understand keywords and all that, but somehow it just I just assumed I assumed wrong word for all of us to run by. I assumed that the web person who designed it had taken care of all that, and they took care of Zippo. Correct. So, um, very very important. Yes. All right, what other what other tips, Kelly? For the new year, that can we leave our listeners with that they could maybe um, uh, do a little bit uh, better for themselves here, or you know, engaging. I mean, I'm hoping they're convinced. Get some help. You, you know, you, what everyone, you cannot do it all yourself. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, maybe just um, another tip to think about is as you're making the list um, of just tasks that you want to look at for this year to implement, really kind of keep in mind, let's break it down into segments and look at, let's say you have a list of, you know, five things initially that you're wanting to make sure get done this year, name one or two of those as a priority and then talk with your VA and say, let's focus on these, get this underway, and then let's go to the next couple of items on the list. Because I think one of the things, too, to make sure that we're all not continually feeling we're in overwhelm is... It's one thing to delegate the task, but make sure you're not also feeling like, okay, we've got to implement everything all at one time, too. That Have that good, steady pace of making sure you're focusing on a couple of things to get it to completion, get it all implemented, and then move on to the next item. So that might be a helpful tip as you're kind of planning out the year as well. <laughs> right, and, and, it, and it also is that if you're going to get, if you're having help, it doesn't mean that you have to know all the ins and outs and intricacies of how this, whatever the gizmo gadget is, you're working exactly. on. Yeah. Um, but you should have a conceptual understanding. I mean, I think that's important. Yes. On that and take advantage of that. And, and the one thing, Kelly, you and I have not mentioned during yes. our hour together, and we, we just have actually a couple of minutes left, but is that the really necessity um, if you're not ready to jump into a virtual assistant, um, is that you need to make sure that you have some type of social media management tool Absolutely. in your own personal bag of tricks, whether it's something like Hootsuite or Buffer or Edgar or any of the others. Um, Kelly and I both have used Hootsuite because we've been using it forever. So we have a pretty good understanding of it. Um, but that it it's something that you're going to need if you're going to be your own VA. But yes. if you're going to have a virtual assistant, you must have this in play because they'll be using it from their side. Exactly. Those tools are very important, like you said, to help manage you know your time, whether you want to do it specifically yourself or you're working with a VA because we all want to be efficient and make sure that we're being as productive as possible. Oh, exactly. So and as, as we kind of come to a close here, I just want to let everyone, remind everyone with, with Kelly Johnson. She is the author's virtual assistant. Her company is cornerstoneva.com. And, um, and I would encourage all of you to, you know, follow her blog, um, reach out and connect. She's on, you know, the, the usual uh a cast of culprits in social media, <laughs> Facebook and Twitter and all those things. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, but but you do want to do this because that you're 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 after tips and tricks um, yes. for it. It's it's how I mean I know that people have always wondered about me if I sleep at all. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, but that I get help and that I couldn't do what I do without getting help. And I can tell you when this show's over. I create eight to ten tweets about the show, and I turn it over to my VA, and then she takes it and pushes it out for the next several months so people can find it and listen to it. That's how we've built our stream. Not because I did it. It's because I have a VA joined at the hip with me. And with that, Kelly, thank you so much for being with us today. And thank you. As I said, it's always a pleasure and a delight. Um, I appreciate the invite back and always a joy to have these discussions and share this information. You are so welcome. All right, everyone. Happy New Year. Um, There's lots going on this month. Get it set up and get rocking and rolling in your writing and publishing success. I would encourage you to find a VA, put a list together of what you don't want to do, and you start there when you start releasing. 
All right. Have a great week. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each week, a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take you, the author, to the next level. You'll learn tips and secrets on how to create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve book publishing success by making one very simple change in your book's journey. How to avoid the publishing predators. How to create an author and book platform that rocks. Learn how to make a living with your words and your books. Learn how to publish a book that has no regrets and so much more. For more information, check out AuthorU.org, where authors who want to be seriously successful go. And Judith's website, TheBookShepherd.com. Then join us again here next week for more. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Brought to you by AuthorU and The Book Shepherd. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, 